Hey guys, what's up? It's Brad with The Professional Development. And today there's just three of us here. We got Bobby and Sal, and we're gonna shoot the shit for a little bit. But before we dive into it, if you guys could just take the 30 seconds, go write us a review, give us the five stars. It's all we're asking. We don't run ads, which we, you know, we could be running multiple ads during every single We've podcast. We've been asked by a lot of people. Yeah. So The answer's no. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing this for you. So, um, no, but seriously, guys, what you guys got going on right now? So, uh, not much going on as far as just work stuff just been crazy. Uh, I had just, I have some random things that I have to shoot the shit about, but um, I don't know if you guys have anything else going on before I before I jump into that. I mean, I'm just busy with work and volleyball. Nothing too serious. I just had a, like a random one. I literally heard this. I was, what was I listening to this morning? Oh, I was listening to uh, 101 ESPN and the creator of the GIF or GIF image, however you say. Also, that's probably another yeah. topic for discussion. How the fuck are you supposed to say that? But the creator of the GIF image died um, at age 74 on March 14th, this past March 14th. Do you guys know how long GIFs have been around? You know, I saw this as well, but I, I, it's something stupid. Is it like 50 years or something crazy? So not that long, but 1987 is when the original GIF image format came out. And I feel like I've only known about those for the past, like, I don't know, like less than 10 years for yeah. sure. I feel like I haven't known about them for that long. But whenever I saw that and how old he was, I was like, what the fuck? And I realized it was two years before I was born. So I thought that was interesting. That that is a crazy <laughs> one, especially to think like who even sent a gif in nineteen eighty five. Right. So, how did they even do that? Yeah. I have no idea. But that was just a random thing that I that I had. What about you? What you got going on, Brad? Well, I mean, I think we literally have to address like the biggest news of the week, which probably everybody else in the podcast world has talked about, is Will Smith and Chris Rock. Chris Rock makes probably like one of the tamest jokes in history in all reality of where of where it could land on like the the scale of like appropriate and inappropriate and Will Smith gets up and just boom right across Smack. the face of old Chris Rock. So when I first saw it I was like that was fake, 100% fake. And then the more you start looking at it and like Chris Rock is like like later on in the show just sitting there like uh, you know like that's totally awkward. Concussion the protocol has <laughs> entered the chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought it was like, it, obviously it's huge news. Um, what did you guys think about it? Because I, I saw David Spade said, you know, he's like, you know, like oh, people are like, well, why did, why would he make a joke like that? Like they know that, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia or whatever, which I made sure was not like a, you know, like a terminal illness and it's not. So I feel like <laughs> I can be a little bit of an asshole about it. But to me... I was like, these comedians nowadays are just fucking screwed. Like, you can't even make a G.I. Jane joke about her. And I think they, like, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett basically have, like, an open relationship oh. where she just gets railed by whoever she wants. She's fucking other dudes. Yeah. She was She was fucking other dudes before Will Smith even knew that she was fucking other dudes. And then Will Smith was like, all right, cool. Well, I guess uh, we'll stay together. I don't know what the point is, but. The thing that annoys me the most is, like, if you look at the video clip, Will Smith was actually cracking up. Yeah. He was. Yeah, he was laughing. And then Jada Pickens just gives him the, like the death stare. He's like, "Fuck, now I gotta go slap someone." Like, 
which to redeem ta- himself. But talk about a total cuck move, right? <laughs> it was, so it's been, I've seen a lot of stuff on it and I actually have a quote from Chris Rock after the fact because, so my initial thoughts on it, and I wrote this down too because I was like, I figured we'd be talking about yeah. this. Um, like, as far as the reaction goes, like Sal said, like he was laughing, they scanned a Jada, Jada looks pissed off. Next thing you know, Will Smith's going up to Chris Rock and just and just wax him. So for me, I'm like, well, okay, all right. He was defending his wife who's fucking other dudes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just don't I don't agree with the response that Will Smith had. Yeah. Like, I'm all for defending someone, but it was a joke. You're at a show where, and the best way that I saw it put was you're at a at a show that is literally all about further glorifying all these fucking people that already make insane amounts yes. of money so they can add hardware to just be even more famous. So they're going to take they're going to take shots at each other. And yeah. it's Chris fucking Rock. Yeah, exactly. Like one of the funniest dudes ever. So I think it was an overreaction by Will. So I have a theory. Okay. Okay. And I actually haven't seen this one pop up yet, which to me absolutely blows my mind. And I think Chris Rock was fucking her. how has nobody even thought about this yet and that's a great point i think he made a joke maybe he didn't maybe he didn't do it right and she was a little upset about that if you saw one like later on in clips he was just like oh i could but he held he held back props to chris rock on that because he could have after he was smashed yeah yeah (laughs) he's just like trying to think about it he's like like, okay like that part after he got smacked yeah yeah so I mean Could that happen. was that was my one theory, and then um, there's been a lot of people who spoke out about it. Like I, I think it was Oprah Winfrey, or no, wasn't Oprah? Who's the chick? Uh, was it Whoopi that said that he should be barred from the Academy? Jim Carrey basically is totally appalled by it. And my favorite one is Ricky. Appalled Jar- by the joke or appalled by the appalled action? by Will Smith's actions? Okay, okay. Yeah. and um. My favorite one was Ricky Jarvis. Is that how you say his yeah. name? From the creator of The Office, basically. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, just... Ricky Gervais. Gervais. So. Uh, Gervais? Gervais. He's a legend. This yes. is Missouri. We say Versailles. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> so, uh, he basically was like, you know, he, he said that the reason he could never be on that award show is because they wouldn't allow him to write his own jokes and say whatever he wanted. And that's something I brought up with my wife. I'm like... Who knows if Chris Rock even wrote that joke, first of all. And then, do you know how many people probably read that joke before the show started and was like, that's fucking funny. And, like, that doesn't cross the lines at all. So, to me, it's just pretty wild. Well, so there's been some TikToks with uh, individuals that have alopecia. Yeah. Okay. And yep. they even said that. Well, like, I don't know. Ask Rich if that's a proper That, that is right. <laughs> that is right. Well, yeah. So, like, even even they were going on TikTok. Like, I thought you were making a ball joke funny. for a like, second. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, they were saying that, like, that joke is, like, completely normal compared to, like, other jokes that they heard. Right. So, they thought it was kind of stupid for them to be like super pissed off about it but right and brad like you said too it's not like she has a if she was going through chemotherapy or something like that obviously something that you Tread don't lightly. touch yeah right and like i know people that have alopecia and like I, i've never heard anyone make jokes at each other's expense but it's like gi jane too like demi moore was a fucking dime in gi <laughs> jane and yeah. it's like jada pinkett she was rocking it man so i don't know i think i think will smith overreacted Completely. But maybe, like you said, maybe Chris Rock just didn't fuck her right. Yeah. That was, <laughs> and she was pissed. Yeah. So that's my theory on that one. What did you guys think about uh, Ricky Gervais? 
<laughs> he, brought up, <laughs> he brought about the comment about how like Oscars they provided goodie bags for each celebrity, I saw that, yeah. and it was like hundred forty thousand per bag. Yeah. Weird. I did not see that. Yeah, and he was like blasting on how like oh celebrities are like able to do like get receive these bags, but they cannot take this money and go put it into like charity for yeah. like people that's dealing with Ukraine war and the Russian war. Yeah, he like blasted them about it. Yeah, I saw that in the same the same article, basically saying, you know, like here's all these celebrities trying to like take a stand for something, and then the bag that they have is worth more than what most people make in an entire year. So that's insane. I thought that was interesting. Um, to kind of move forward from this, let's go into the sports world a little bit. Did you guys see that our former president of the United States hit a hole in one the other day? I did not see that. Who who was that? Was it Trump? It was Trump. I Trump, didn't, I didn't yeah. see that. No. Yeah, so Trump hit it a hole in one. It didn't come across on the ESPN bottom line. That's where I get my news from. Yeah, he hit a <laughs> hole in one with, uh, he was playing with Ernie Els and a couple other former uh, like pro golfers. Um, and he issued a statement on it. And just like to get an idea of uh, what he said, which now, of course, I can't find it. Okay. So the statement, you know, a statement from Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States. <laughs> Um, he basically said, uh, it was a five iron from 181 yards, which sailed magnificently, magnificently into a rather strong wind with approximately five feet of cut. It bounced a couple of times and a clank. <laughs> so I thought it was just hilarious. Like, I mean, you guys know I'm like a Trump fan and all. So, uh, to see that, like he issued a statement about hitting a hole in one though, was like kind of next level. That is flex. flex for sure. And that is 100% on par with everything that is Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of awesome that he did that though. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's sticking with golf. Um, Tiger Woods has shown up at Augusta. I mean, obviously I'm not deep in the golf world. I know Bobby and Dan are the, the golfers of the group here. What do you think? Is he going to, is he going to make a comeback? Is he going to play or what? Dude, I really hope that he does because uh, they had that tracker that was like a, a jet that is registered in Tiger's Woods' name is traveling to Augusta, Georgia, and everyone was just freaking cream in their pants. And uh, then, yeah, the, he came out and he played. So he played around with JT and his son um, out there at Augusta and at the Masters. And he... Uh, I, apparently, they don't know if he walked that. They don't know how much was, oh. he was riding. I didn't think about that. Because with... So with golf, the rule is you have to walk. Like yeah. there's no there's no rule for anything like that. And Tiger has been very specific about saying because you know that golf would change the game for Tiger. Like yes. PGA Tour would make an exemption like that, but he doesn't want or an exception. And he said he has said that he doesn't want something like that. So the I, I was listening to 101 ESPN this morning about it, and they were speculating on everything. And you know, I'd love to see him play. I'd be shocked. Um, I don't know if he'd be able to walk for 72 holes, man. And you're yeah. thinking like those courses are, I mean, you guys, 7,200 yards. I don't know if Sal can do some math for me and figure out how many miles that would be him walking and then playing over the course of four days. But I think he will come back. I think that he will win a tournament. I pray that that's a major. It'd be amazing yeah. to see him at the Masters here in a couple weekends, but it, I don't know if it'll happen. Well, what I think's like, actually super interesting about it is like I feel like he's the type of guy and I, I know he's kind of had a comeback once already. So he's three to six miles. Okay. So, it's actually not not that bad. Not too bad. Yeah. 
So, um, but I feel like he he won't come back until he thinks that he can be like competitive and actually have a shot at winning. Because isn't there like some crazy odds in Vegas for if he wins another event? Like it's pretty substantial. Like, yeah. So, um, I know there's a lot of people that probably took that bet for sure. Because anyway, he's like we've talked about this before. He's like literally one of the greatest athletes of all time like he's withstood like the time trials of like he's always been there generation through generation and still been competitive so it would be nice to see him go out like on his own terms and win another one for sure and he he wants to get another one right he's chasing jack he's chasing uh the record for total wins um and sal didn't he like change like he won the masters then he changed his swing up and then won it again right so he won it, I think it was back in 19. I don't know. You'd have to look and see when he won last, but I know that he did make some changes. But uh, so he's a pretty big like golf historian nut. And this is what they were talking about on 101. This is not like me doing research prior to this, but just listening. And uh, so Ben Hogan, he came back from a bad car accident whenever he, so he got hurt in a really, really bad car accident. They didn't think he'd ever play again. Ben Hogan came back and he ended up winning another major and he probably won a couple more tournaments. So Tiger's probably thinking, all right, let's let yeah. history repeat itself. I'm going to go out and do the same fucking thing. And Tiger was super, I mean, he could have been dead from that accident. He could yeah. have lost that leg. So it's pretty miraculous that he's even out there playing golf in the first place. So it's, it's just fun to see him play. I, I hope we get to see him play again. And worst comes to worst, maybe he'll give Jada Pinkett a call. <laughs> Let's tag them on that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So uh, my last sports thing for the day, I actually don't have uh, too much business stuff on here today just because I didn't see anything. It was like super interesting. But um, we talked about this a little bit uh, through our text thread. But for all the St. Louis people out there, probably the majority of our listeners, Albert Pujols has signed a one-year deal with the Cardinals to come back to basically end his career here as a Cardinal. I told you guys how I felt. Like, I, you know, I think it's cool he's coming back. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think it's cool that, like, you know, him, Wainwright, Molina, they're all they're all going to sail off into the sunset together. The part about it that I just hate is that, like, he he chose to leave for money. And, like, like I just, I'm weird. Like, I, like I say that, like, I think, like, in business, like, a lot of employees would be smart to, like, not be loyal. But like, I think sports is different maybe because they're just getting paid millions and millions of dollars. And like, Albert could have been, he could have been a franchise player that never played for anybody other than the Cardinals and had the statue out front, which I'm sure he's still going to get. He's still going to get the number retired. But it's just like a different vibe. And that's like the same way I felt about uh, Petrangelo when he left the Blues. The same way with Bacchus. Like, these guys that leave for, you know, half a million, million dollars, whatever it may be, I hope they never fucking win another Stanley Cup. I hope they never win another World Series. And I hope they regret ever leaving. And I know there's like a lot of like moving parts to like keep players, so many good players together that like salary cap wise, it wouldn't have happened. Somebody would have left. Molina would have left. Wainwright would have left. Whatever. But uh, it's just, it is cool that he's coming back. So we'll see how the year plays out. Yeah, I, I, dude, I'm pumped about it. Uh, I mean, Albert Pools was like all of us grew up right around the same time. Kind of like our childhood, the, baseball yeah. player that we grew up with, right? Like, we got to see Mark McGuire, right? And yep. he was, he finished out, I think, in like, I don't know what the year was that he retired from, the, or that he left the Cardinals. Because I think his his last season was with the Cardinals. I don't know if he went somewhere after that. But either way, uh, like, we pretty much grew up with it. That was whenever we were all old enough to, like, really understand what was going on yeah. with baseball. And, um, whenever I found out about it, I was listening to, I, I listen to 101 ESPN every morning. So, uh, 
what's his name was talking about Randy Carricker, and he was literally talking about Albert coming back and being involved in charities and Randy Carricker is literally like choking over his words like <laughs> emotional about it which was really cool baseball means so much to St. Louis yeah. hockey the blues means We're a so much town. to St. Louis yeah. for sure we could carry a freaking franchise in the NFL and the NBA I have no doubt about it but with uh with Albert um one of the things is like expectations so what's the expectation with this and you know a lot of people are saying oh like I really don't care how we do I just want to see him hit number 700 fuck that dude I want to see us the expectations are high <laughs> Ali Marmol is like saying that it's world series or bust and you got to think it's the same way in the minds for yeah. Albert Pujols for like and you talk about like Albert leaving Albert leaving was probably one of the best things that could have happened to the Cardinals because we went and picked yeah. up Beltron we in 2012 we made it back to the NLCS 2013 we um we made it to the World Series lost to the Red Sox 14 we made it to the NLCS and we just kept on running into the bus off the Giants yeah. so I don't know I think if they don't make the championship series this year it would be a complete bust you have you have Albert basically being a leader in the exactly. locker room. Yeah. You have people like Paul DeYoung who needs to get his head out of his ass. And you have other, like a lot of young talent that can benefit from hearing from Albert in the clubhouse. So I hope that he make, that's where he makes his biggest impact is not necessarily on the stat sheet, but on the stat sheet and the other players in the organization. Sal, what do you think about it? I think it's a good move uh, from like a marketing perspective oh yeah they're gonna put some <laughs> some butts so in those seats jerseys. like opening opening day right now tickets went up from like 50 bucks to like over 100 um but uh, it's it's a win now for them like it'll be awesome to see them win it all and then they all retire happily that'd be um, amazing but uh, yeah i mean i'm just happy because he was one of my favorite players growing up so yeah. to see him back I'm, like i'm happy about that yeah but so you guys got anything else? The the big things that I had were the GIFs and, and Will Smith. <laughs> um, I don't think, Sal, did you have any other sports news that were uh, happening? I know you sent over a few articles. Lakers are currently out of the play-in. Let's go Pels. Yeah, I don't want the Pelicans. Sorry. Well, I do. because uh, now I'm a fake Pelicans fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so they literally have to win out because right now they have, in terms of tiebreaker, uh, Pelicans have a game on them, and so does the Spurs. So they literally have to win out to get into the playoffs. Michael Jordan would have never let this happen. True. Very true. Um, <laughs> other than that, NFL announced a new diversity committee, which will be interesting. Um, they haven't really, like, done anything. They just allowed for They added some changes to the Rooney Rule where now they, each team has to interview women. Too. I didn't see that coaching, so they don't have to necessarily hire them. They just have to interview. And there has to be a minority coach, coach. on the offensive staff, right? As an assistant, yeah. As an assistant, which should be interesting. It should help. I don't know how that will change the whole court case with Brian Flores, but yeah, I don't know. It's all interesting to me. I'm not really sure how that stuff works, but it's always it's unfortunate that something like that has to exist. It's like. Are they doing this because are they are they being like pegged as being like racist and not hiring minority coaches or are those just are the best coaches like just happen to be <laughs> white dudes? I don't know. Well, and that's the part that I think is just so wrong. Like, like, could you imagine walking into your business and being like, oh, you have to hire, you know, one of these people, whatever they may be, a woman or African-American or whatever. Um 
but they are clearly not the right person for the job. I just think that's the part of it that's bullshit. And the thing about the women is like, I'm already like, I don't know how long it's going to take for the first sexual harassment case to come out, but it, it's going to happen. And it's, it's only like, a matter sure. of time. Yeah, that stuff's bizarre to me. I don't really understand it, but uh, yeah, hopefully, I don't know. I, I think with something like this, it's just you're trying to do things to appease certain people. And I think it's kind of the culture that we that we live in now. And like, shoot, man, like I'll hire people from all different backgrounds because they can get to different target markets for me. Whereas like, like I just hired a guy who's um, Bosnian and we have the, we have the second largest Bosnian population second only to Bosnia. We are literally known to the Bosnian, Bosnian. community as Little Bosnia. Yeah. And um, that's a whole market that we can't get to, yeah. you know? And there's certain people that will work better with other folks, whereas in the NFL, it's like, okay, why are you forcing them to hire yeah. certain backgrounds? I don't know. It's just, it's kind of bizarre to me, but I don't agree with it. Um, I think it's good. I think we need, I think we need more coaches that are are minority, like, don't get me wrong, but if they're not, not the right person for the job, they shouldn't be forced to hire someone. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's what most I got today as far as my my shoot-the-shit topics. That That's everything I got too, so we'll call it a day, boys. Sweet. Deuces.